It's Monday again, which means that we are color matched and we are here with another episode of the live podcast, the podcast that you host every Monday. My name is Mikra, as always, right next to me, Diane Vika. And today we have the topic of playful living. So we're going to talk a lot about how to bring this mindset, the kids' mindsets in our adult life. When do we actually grow up and stop being um, playful? And yeah, there is a lot that we want to explore in the topic. We want to learn from you. And as every other Monday, uh, we create this collaborative space where we invite you to be here in this conversation with us for about one hour. And please give us some kind of like sign that you can hear us and see us um, well. I also invite you to represent yourself today with an emoji. And while you're doing this, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about the structure of today. We're gonna have a quick check-in to see how everyone's doing, how is the weather inside, outside, here in Bulgaria, in Copenhagen, and also in the countries that you're joining us from. Then we're gonna go into the main part um, of the podcast, when hopefully we're gonna squeeze a lot of learning uh, from you and with you. And yeah, I'm gonna pass the word now uh, to Diane Vika. And before that, I wanted to say that I have a nice idea how we can make today's episode a little bit more playful. So maybe let's introduce this a bit later. Um, so yeah, how are you girls? Hello, Vi. Um, welcome to uh, our space in Copenhagen. <laughs> the weather here is great. Um, I had a very nice walk in the park just, just before the podcast, and it was nice to see so many people outside, um, and <clears throat> just the sun is shining, um, and it was really, yeah, just a pleasant walk and a breath of fresh air. So I'm very excited about today's chat and I'm uh, looking forward to see how playful people are uh, on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's nice um, to uh, feel this good energy outside. Um, it's a good weather once again. So uh, I don't know how it is in Bulgaria today, but I would guess it must be rainy. If it's sunny, some no. <laughs> 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 it's always the other way around so today's special day then <laughs> um yeah we're very curious to see how many guys are going to be with us today and um join us in the conversation as we notice when the weather is great like you just guys outside which is which is nice you enjoy your time there um but whoever is here with us today we just want to say hello and thank you for joining us uh, in this conversation Every Monday, we uh, open up the space um, to uh, have a conversation with you. Where can we explore different topics that you guys have uh, selected for us? Uh, so please uh, um, be active. Just uh, share your thoughts, your um, opinions, your perspective, maybe also questions. We are always very happy to see them because they can shift our directions of the conversation and bring us some more insights. Uh, so welcome. Maybe for, for the beginning, I uh, would like to ask you where you're joining us from. We, yeah, we're super curious as usually. Um, how far are we reaching with our live podcast? Uh, so yeah, just write us in the comment. Is it Copenhagen? Is it Berlin? Or maybe it's another place. We'll be happy to hear from you. Yes. Can I suggest my little game we play today? I know. So I haven't announced this to the girls um, before, but I was thinking that Every, since we have the topic of playfulness and maybe we can do a little bit of 
um, game with the podcast today. So we set our own rules, meaning that every, I think like we three and hopefully also our audience that is listening to us right now can come up with one thing that is going to be the rule in our game or let's say podcast today, which means like example for that could be that, uh, I don't know, every time, time someone says guys, because as we know, we very often say hi guys, <laughs> um, we can clap or if you want to make this a drinking game, you can drink. Um, so yeah, these are just examples. We don't have to take them, but this is the direction that I'm meaning with mm -hmm. more playfully. Um, so let's start by example. So we can give some um, rules uh, ourselves and okay. then hopefully, um, yeah, our audience can also join. It's gonna be super funny, I think. <laughs> I am very excited. <laughs> So I have a first rule in mind for today, and uh, that will be to uh, pick up a favorite uh, animation character or, uh, yeah, animation character, and that is your role for today. Who are you? Ooh. Behave in there, animation? No, but <laughs> at least say the name, and every time, like, you're not Vika anymore, but for today you are oh my God. somebody else, your favorite. I can really go into in depth and personate myself. <laughs> Um, hmm. Okay. Do you have some idea? <laughs> um, I think. Uh, do you know the animation uh, Liu and Stitch? Yes, I am Stitch. I once actually uh, looked for pictures of Stitch, and um, they are <laughs> wonderfully similar to some of my pictures when I'm laughing. <laughs> So I, I have found some similarities with him. <laughs> nice. I'm not blue, but uh, that could possibly be okay. changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big, what's your role? <laughs> I want to be Ariel. Ariel, the mermaid Ariel. Ariel? Am I saying it correctly? Yeah, Ari Ariel. Ariel. Oh, Yes, because it's um, for the people that don't know, I'm at the seaside right now, and it's my last day here for a while. So I want to enjoy like my and incorporate, yeah, the mermaid in me. Are you gonna love it in Copenhagen, and Ariel? <laughs> um, can I be um, a Mustang? <laughs> a Mustang. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if it's a common. Uh, cartoon but I really loved it as a kid it was like yeah it's, it's a little bit like nostalgic and sad but it's very beautiful <laughs> it's a horse just so you know <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> okay so Ariel Mustang and Stitch yes okay <laughs> so every time now I want to say something to you girls I, I say the the name of the character yeah. so okay. there is no Brian no Vika and no Vika today okay like it good Okay. <laughs> add the name, then you can ask the question. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. In the meantime, I want to say hi to Deja, who's joining us from Bulgaria. Thank you for the greetings. And we yeah. are yeah, happy to have you here with us as well. Just a short introduction to uh, who we are. Um, of course, we are Mustang, Stitch and Ariel today uh, with you guys. <laughs> but most importantly, we are the creative minds behind the Life Design Circle a project that we dearly appreciate for the possibility to uh, make us more creative, but also to meet you creative minds who want to explore playful living. 
Um, we are um, applying design and innovation tools to um, redesign our lives. First, we rethink it, what is valuable for us, um, who we are, where do we come from, what are the patterns in the past that we we can see and we can learn from and what are the directions that we want to put for ourselves for the future. Um, so that includes many different things from tackling creatively life challenges, but also just dreaming big and make, it, make realistic steps towards our dreams. Um, and on that note, we created the Alive podcast um, that you are participating in today in the role of our hosts. Um, and what more we can say about the live podcast um, i'm giving the word to vika so uh welcome guys again to our live podcast as uh, as usual on monday we invite you to yeah to join us and uh share your your thoughts on the topic we have today uh <laughs> Mustang. Mustang. Oh, you have to drink if you like lose it okay what is it <laughs> So as we are now on a live podcast, um, you watch, and we want to involve you guys as well in our conversations, uh, I would like to ask, start with the question. Um, so what playfulness means to you in, the, in an adult life? Uh, yeah, just share with us what, what comes to your mind. So in the meantime, I'll ask you girls, <laughs> what is playfulness to you? How do you understand it? What's the maybe? What's the first thing that you understand by by it? Maybe? Oh, oh! <laughs> if, what, if it was a drinking game, <laughs> we would. <so. laughs> yes, uh, to me, when I hear playfulness, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is freedom, and the second, curiosity. So uh, in freedom, I guess, I mean more of freedom of expression, freedom of anything, actually, like not having this filter um, in your thoughts, in what you're doing, just being very authentic um, and curiosity because somehow in order to be playful, I think you have to also be very curious about the world around you. Um, yeah. You like it, Ariel, sharing? Um, yes, I agree and I, I really like the freedom aspect. Um, I also think playfulness is just the ability to find joy in different situations um, and to make the reality as it is maybe a little bit more uh, magical. <laughs> I feel that uh, it's it's a matter more of perspective than than that the world always offers us um, entertainment, you know. It's more a matter of finding those small little moments in the daily life that uh, make us happy and joyful and magical. Um, for example, today I saw a squirrel that was not oh. a very unexpected event, but I thought, wow, this is, like, even the way she behaved, it was super playful. It was mm. like just looking around and and jumping around and um yeah this this way of playing with reality mm. i think it's for me yeah super interesting mm -hmm. um yeah what about our host do you have some some thoughts what it what it means to you we'd be happy to hear um yeah as about definition we were trying to look up what this exactly means and it says it is a disposition to find or make causes for amusement. So this is the official, um, I think it's by webinar, uh, Mariam, yeah. 
official uh, dictionary. Uh, but I, when I read this, I felt, yeah, it makes sense, but I couldn't see the whole meaning that I see behind playfulness in this definition. So I don't know if, if it became redefined mm -hmm. recently or um, it's just, yeah, why, 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 how can we include all of the other aspects that playfulness involve in the definition? What do you think it misses? Or like, what is the, maybe the main aspect or the main two aspects that when you're saying for you, like this definition is missing something, what do you think it's missing? Yeah, definitely the things that you mentioned, both of you. Um, Ariel and Stitch. <laughs> I need to repeat your name so I remember. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, like I, I put up some notes here um, just to like get outside of my head all of the thoughts. But um, yeah, it's like, it's the whole mindset of approaching things is, uh, um, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's noticing some, um, some more things around you. It's being curious, but also um, maybe stepping back when you have a problem that you have to deal with and treat it more lightly. Um, so um, yeah, it's one of the other things I see in the playfulness. But then again, it's, it's much about the, as the whole mindset itself, like how do you perceive the world, or how do you, uh, how do you behave when you with others, or yeah. So mm -hmm. it's not like one particular yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like a very specific example of playfulness mm -hmm. is also um, how we approach creativity. Um, I love this idea of creativity that you. Um, so one one way to see and it is creativity coming from the inside out that you have some ideas and visions and then you put them on paper or you make something out of them uh, and put it in the world. But another thing would be to see what what the external environment gives to observe something and then combine things that are not necessarily connected, but then because mm -hmm. of you being playful with them, combine them in a way that makes something new and um, in that way actually create something new. Mm -hmm. um, that was an approach that I often uh, have used to just, you know, shake up a little bit my own perception of how I can be creative because um, I feel that sometimes nowadays uh, the world expects you to be creative at a certain specific point uh, in space and time. For example, on Monday, I have this like two hours of a creative workshop where I should be creative and a like, genius idea should be born, mm -hmm. but that doesn't often work. <laughs> so a, a way how I trigger my uh, creative imagination is by looking at things and just mixing up things and um, mm -hmm. coming up with you. Yeah. I think it's... it's good that we try to give like a, a definition but how about we start with some examples like what in order to explain maybe even better what do we understand uh, behind playful living what are ways that you think you incorporate playfulness in your day daily life mm -hmm. um, do you want to start from sharing <laughs> i think i need a second to digest the i can yeah sure um i just Maybe an example with what we just did with the podcast. I really like making up games. And I think I do this, maybe not on a daily basis, but very, very often. Um, and I don't even know how it started. It's not something that I really have said to myself, okay, today you have to make up a game. Um, but it makes uh, situations much more fun sometimes. Um, and I remember this particular moment when 
Um, it was summer and with a friend of mine, we just developed a whole game. We had a ball and a Frisbee and it was very weird to combine both things. And we didn't know how, which one we want to play with. So we were like, okay, let's make up a game that just is going to incorporate the ball and the Frisbee. And we made up like huge, <laughs> like ideas of rules. Um, and it was super funny because then it just became our game. Um, sometimes not even sometimes, but very often I like to challenge my friends with, I don't know, let's say we are in front of a staircase and I'm like, okay, let's see who is gonna go the fast or I don't know, is this a tree that you can climb? Which is very like maybe childish things to do, but at the same time, they, um, I think they give, um, yeah, a lot of joy in this particular moment. Mm, I love it. So you like incorporate a lot of games in your everyday, just to make yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I have one thing actually. Um, this is something that I'm doing quite often in the last couple of months. So uh, I got into camping <laughs> just because I need some time in nature. And then sometimes the weather would not be so good. Um, so I would need to stay at home for the evening. But then I'm still like, you know, in the urge to, to do something and to camp somewhere. So I actually a couple of times already put my tent in the garden. <laughs> and then I slept in the garden, even though I live in this huge, amazing house. But um, the thing is that, uh, first of all, I get so uh, excited. It's like a little small micro adventure that I'm able to do for myself, even after working hours uh, until the next morning. So it doesn't really require any specific uh, equipment or like specific preparation. You just go with it right away. Um, then you connect more to nature because during the night there is sometimes wind, sometimes other noises around birds or mm -hmm. so. Uh, so you're always in this mood of like, ooh, like what is happening outside? Um, the world is so alive and mm -hmm. I'm going to sleep. So I have to kind of trust it, that it's all going to be fine and nobody's going to storm into my tent. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third thing is that when in the morning when you wake up, you kind of, wake up naturally because the sun is shining and then the in the tent it gets pretty warm so uh you wake up naturally and then you are able to look at your big house and you're like oh my god that i'm so grateful for having my house and having my coffee in the house and a hot shower mm -hmm. um so it brings me so much more than just the simple you know, it's camping feeling plus the benefits of like, why am I grateful to have the goodies that I have in my normal life? Mm. Super nice. I wish I had a house where I can put my tent outside. <laughs> mm. Pretty sure there's some park areas that it is allowed. Park. 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 That sounds, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Just trying something different. Um, yeah, while you were talking, I actually felt inspired what playfulness means to me in my everyday. And it's a lot about um, trying out new things, I feel, pushing boundaries and um, yeah, and maybe incorporating some adventure in it. So let's say I love to try new food, for example, if I go to, um, I don't know, the cafe restaurant, if I'm traveling, it's always about me trying something else that I tried before. If I go to a new place and I see something on the menu I haven't tried before, I'm just going to go for that one because I'm just curious. So as you said, like big... Uh, Ariel, <laughs> that um, um, playfulness for you, it's a lot about curiosity. And I feel for me as well, 
Um, so yeah, one thing is about like eating things, but another thing is um, pushing my boundaries in the sense of, um, I don't know, like dancing in the morning, like as we did, or for example, <clears throat> going for the activity I haven't tried before. Um, yeah, for me, it's very exciting. It makes me feel playful with, uh, with my, yeah, my free time. And so for me, it's, uh, for me, this is the playfulness. <laughs> By the way, uh, we have six people watching and just uh, as a small reminder, a live podcast is here for you guys. So we are welcoming all <coughs> kind of comments, thoughts, ideas or whatever urgent things you, you, uh, you mm -hmm. have in your mind that you want to share out with us. Um, that is also a way that we navigate our conversation. So as much as we are sharing, it's also for you, yeah. um, space for you. Yeah, I'm very curious how people feel about playfulness because um, one point I just realized um, that often people just don't feel comfortable about it. And um, yeah, and I'm curious to investigate where is it coming from? And I also experienced it myself, like when another person invited me to be playful and I just don't feel comfortable about this. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm just curious. Why do we feel this way? Mm. For me, it's um, sometimes when I'm playful, the people around me start feeling uncomfortable. And it's mm -hmm. a moment of like, ah, oh, don't do this here. Oh, come on. There are other people mm -hmm. around us. And I think it's a lot of like, I guess there is this one point in life, I don't know when it is, where you grow up and you're not seen as a kid anymore. So it's super, um, I guess, irresponsible to behave like one and just to go climb trees. Um, but at the same time, I really think that this is some kind of like um, social programming, if I can like call it this way, that um, if you break the boundary, and this is why I like kids, kids are really asking always why. So there is this very annoying moment, I think when they're around like three or four, <laughs> where, where they really ask. So it's not only one why, it's like then why? It's never, it's never something <laughs> extended why <laughs> and i really think yeah yeah and i really think that people we actually should live this way i don't know when we stop asking why but um under social programming i mean the structures that we live in that we i don't know we grow up and we stop question at some point um and kids are like but why do we go to school and why do we have to work and what is work and why, why do you I, I just really like this kind of curiosity um and yeah mm -hmm. i don't know why it's why <laughs> why <laughs> at some point it's seen um as as a rather irresponsible thing or are you asking too many questions yeah because it, it's just like this i don't know mm -hmm. yeah. kids are doing really well with that <laughs> mm. it is a lot about questioning things but also a lot of um how are you how how am i being perceived mm. the mm. thing with kids, it's never how am I being perceived. It's more like how I perceive. <laughs> do I like this? Uh, like, do I like you? Do I like where I am? Is it fun enough? If it's not fun enough, do something that it makes it more fun. It's more about like um, how can I make it more fun for myself and enjoyable right now. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, because they don't have those filters that we as adults have. They, I think, they go straight to the point of like. This is not entertaining right now. I need to change something in this. <laughs> I 
you can help me out with this. Like, come on board. Let's do it together. Mm -hmm. um, so I think in terms of that, I feel that adults are way more self um, self reflective, but in a way that they uh, they are in a social situations where they need to represent those qualities of being respected, being knowledgeable, being um, yeah, responsible enough for other people so that people can trust them to um, yeah. on whatever kind of things or projects or whatever. Um, but I wanted to um, to make a note here that I see a very clear distinguishment be between um, having playful moments and a playful behavior and also playful mind and behaving as a kid on a constant basis. Um, that yeah. I choose to be playful in within specific situations and contexts for the sake of curiosity or entertainment for myself doesn't mean that um, in general I'm not responsive a responsible person. And I think the more of those uh, situations or contexts we create for each other, um, the more we can incorporate playfulness in our everyday life without trying to, uh, without um, diminishing the importance of, you know, making making important yeah. decisions and um, making an impact. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, this was, a, yeah, I really like this point. I, I think it's important to be mentioned. So knowing the space and time for that, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, okay, so we spoke, what is playfulness to us? Um, um, why it's so important? Maybe we should uh, move here. Uh, why, it, why do you think it is important? Um, because, like, if you're at least, what I think is that um, playfulness gives you this feeling of that nothing is as serious as we think. Because starting to grow, like growing up, facing, um, I don't know, work. Um, families, lives, there are a lot of big topics that we like to um, to feel a little bit lost in. And if you have this mindset um, of a kid or if you try to perceive it a little bit more playfully, um, you just stop taking, taking um, things as serious and you just play around with it. So it's this active concept of uh, let's see what will come out. It's it could be in like work environment, family environment, anything really. Um, it's just yeah, having it a little bit more lightly and mm -hmm. not being as afraid of the the end effect, I guess. Mm. Yeah, not being as afraid. I would uh, build up on that. I think it's also um, the importance just lies in the fact that you stay flexible. You stay mm. flexible in your mind, mm. but also you stay flexible towards opportunities. Um, you are able to um, see other people for what they are on on when when you your paths need cross. So um, yeah, you're basically being more flexible to um, navigate through life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and that could lead through many different things. That could the outcome could be creative. It could be a collaboration. It could be um, simply recognizing when you are unsatisfied with something in your life and mm -hmm. be able to think about mm, how if how about if I change change it. It's not um, yeah, life is not static. So mm -hmm. why should? Mm -hmm. it be static? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
super. Um, I feel playfulness makes you feel that you don't need to be stuck and then you can just move outside of the situation you are in and try different things. Because I feel often people um, feel when they are in a particular situation and um, they are afraid to change it because um, yeah, it's something it's a comfort zone, it's something they used to. Um, and then they're afraid of that it's not gonna work out. But with life design mindset, um, if you if you keep this playfulness in your life, um, you can easily move around different options, and uh, in this way, actually let yourself free from uh, from some expectations, from uh, yeah, from expecting a specific outcome, and also solving problems. It can help you there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually scientifically proven that uh, playfulness reduces stress. Just because mm. you get into this state of mind <clears throat> where you are trying to um, figure out something, and it's not um, it's not a goal that you're pursuing. Mm. It's more like the process of getting there. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, so it actually is beneficial, not only not good to have, but is actually beneficial mm. for the health. Absolutely. But this is exactly as it feels like every time you involve yourself in the play, afterwards you just feel like very lightly and very relieved and very positively. So if you're dealing with something uh, difficult and then uh, it, of course, it's important to find a way to solve it. But sometimes it actually helps just like to let it go a bit and just put yourself in this light mindset. And then suddenly you realize like how much easier it is to deal with the problem on the current scale. Yeah. I think it actually gives a pulse to the mind, a pulse like you don't, you, you just stop thinking for a second and you, you, like your brain is, maybe you're still thinking, but your brain is engaged in a different way. So your busy mind is not like constantly mm. going on, but um, it's also some kind of, um, is it flow where like this one thing that really catches your whole attention and you, you just lose yourself in, into it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, flow is a very important concept. Um, maybe we can um, dig a little bit deeper into it. It's a concept that was created by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, if I pronounce it correctly. Wow. <laughs> and uh, Csikszentmihalyi, probably. It was a long surname. Um, and the main, the core idea of flow is basically that um, according to our skills and abilities, um, we can put a small little task or a challenge for ourselves that is not too not too much and not too less. Um, so it, it shouldn't be too difficult to, um, to solve because then we will just think that it's too much for, for us mm. and we're not gonna pursue it further. But it shouldn't be also too less because then we don't feel really challenged. And the whole idea behind flow is also that we actually are not the happiest in the moments when we are very relaxed and everything is mm. fine but the moments when we stretch our mind or our body to an extent that we have to overcome a barrier and then mm. we test our abilities and and our like our whole being is concentrated on finding the the solution for this challenge or overcoming a barrier that's why i think that there are so many also athletes who are going for you know, world records because it's it's challenging and it's playful in the in the meantime. So they look for this mm-hmm. state of flow when you mm-hmm. stop thinking and you're immersed into this experience. Yeah. So Stay interesting. 
I had a question to you. <laughs> so in your life, in your everyday, how do you try to find those flows? Mm. Yes. Um, well, I, first of all, I try to identify the things that bring me to flow. Um, that might be events that are spontaneous. Then you can't really plan it. It just happens. But whenever it happens, I try to notice now I'm in flow and, and this is why. For example, it could be a really, like one of the things is like a really good conversation. Deep conversations, they bring me to such a flow that I forget about my schedule for the next day. I could, I could just extend it in for hours. And the feeling is as if that is the most important thing that could happen on earth right now. I'm the, like, I'm, I'm at the right place in the right time with the right person. And even um, we, we probably won't remember exactly what has been said within this conversation, but it's like um, getting diamonds out of each other and like sharing diamonds. And, um, it's just a very, after the end of this, such a conversation, it's very fulfilling um, experience. So um, this always gives me a, a hint. Okay, now I've been into flow because I totally forget, forgot how three hours just passed. Mm -hmm. uh, good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, Ariella. Ariella. Um, I was thinking, I don't know, for me, it was very um, interesting what you said that you first really have to identify um, what brings you into in, in this kind of state. Um, I don't know how is it for you, but it's sometime um, because of all the self-help books and the whole, um, I don't know, maybe internet um, world where everybody's telling you how you should live and how you should be creative and how you should um, exactly spend your time and what is right and what is um, not so right. I, I think at some point I lost a bit my idea of uh, flow and I was trying out different things, which was for sure very interesting and new. But um, then when I went back to things that really bring, brought me flow uh, when I was a kid, I, I saw how refreshing this could be uh, for the mind. And I think that sometimes just pausing the whole outside, outside world and um, just focusing on this one thing that for you is relaxing. Um, and it, it's really important, no matter what it is, because some people say that it's yoga and it's meditation. Some people will say that it's just a coloring book um for others it's dancing for some it's sport i think it has so many different um yeah um bodies or mm -hmm. uh, expressions on that note we have a challenge for our uh, hosts today and you guys yes come on hosts come on <laughs> <laughs> because we had one example that we discussed before that it's a very um adult thing to do but it, in a in a way very creative it's cooking and uh, we challenge you to um, experiment with a new recipe. It could be that you, you actually don't look at the recipe, but you just look at the ingredients in your fridge and you just, by, you know, by memory, you just try to identify which tastes can work together and then mix it all up and then try to make the best dish out, out of the things in the fridge. And please send us a photo of it. <laughs> And I love how Daya being academic this. <laughs> 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 
this? What are you expecting from this? And make <laughs> All the steps. Who and Stitch? <laughs> oh my god. Stitch, no, no. Wow, we got here. <laughs> now you're there. Yes. Um, so maybe I'm gonna challenge a bit our conversation flow as if you hosts also have some challenge for us, bring it on, please. Uh, otherwise, I'm gonna do it. So, um, how about the question how can we create? space for being playful for the adult mm. because it's there are a lot of places for kids as we know it's a physical spaces it's in the room the mm. parents bring in this care and the safe space how can we bring it in the adult life mm. i think this is something that we should we can really be intentional with um and designing a space no matter if it's like your home, living room, uh, workplace, if, we, if you start designing it really intentionally in a way that uh, you can be more playful there, um, you start incorporating it in your, in your day more, I have a feeling. Um, this means that, I don't know, in your room you can put a darts table or um, just have things around that always remind you of, oh, I can maybe just uh, take a bit time to, to play now. Maybe just even Lego. Maybe you can have a Lego in your uh, workplace. I think a good advice that I can uh, always give to, to people for working environment is to try to prototype your ideas and not explain them. That means that if you, next time you have a suggestion or idea you want to uh, tell to your colleagues, try to build it, like physically build it out of clay, out of Lego or paper. Um, if it's a service or anything, try to role play it, just act it. Um, so small things like this, I think, um, when you design it, yeah, you just got a reminder of doing it. Super good tips. Great. Yeah. In the meantime, I just want to say hi to Justina. Thanks. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Um, and as a little reminder, we're talking about playfulness today. And, um, the question was, uh, how can we create spaces to be playful for, for adults? And um, if you have some ideas, everyone who joined us tonight, please share it with us. Uh, we're curious about your perspective as well. Yes, and also don't be confused. We are Vika Dai and Vikra, but today we're going under different names because we're playing around a little bit with the concept. So my name is Ariel for today, um, and we have Mustang. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> yes. And Stitch. I love how this works. <laughs> I wish I could like more sun. <laughs> Um, yes, I uh, I really want to jump into the into the question because I I had bubbling thoughts um, on that matter. Um, spaces for play that is a really good um, element of our topic today because um, I feel that there are not so many. I was thinking actually if there are so many places that adults can play physically, you know, design places for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first thing that popped in mind was that a um, couple of years ago, I think that uh, the rise of the escape rooms, um, they become, became very popular for the people who, doesn't know, uh, who don't know what it is. Escape rooms are rooms designed in a way that you have to go on a, an adventure with a team and then you have to figure out some riddles while you're in a room just completely... Uh, design for maybe it's a, it's a space room or it's a detective room or it's like different concepts. 
So it's a creative space, but you are thrown into this. You have to get out of the room within one hour and help each other, like uh, with the team, and then get out. Like look around and see what are the hints mm. how to get out. So um, I, yeah, I just observed how many of my friends and other people at different ages were interested in escape rooms, and then they became even a tool for uh, team building. Uh, many people just went there to, you know, enjoy the time together and collaborate, learn how to collaborate within this um, mm. environment. It's super fun. I love those. <laughs> yeah, escape rooms are really fun. Um, and then I was also thinking, uh, but okay, but is there something outside? Um, what else? For example, Luna Parks, they are also great for kids. There are some, it, yeah, some um, experiences for adults as well, which is great. Um, but I figured out that there are some adult playgrounds around the world that are designed in a different way mm -hmm. and um it brings me some hope <laughs> that we can we can uh, actually welcome adults outside um and say like yeah you, you also need some fun and it should it doesn't need to be only the fun and the joy of going to a restaurant or a bar and have this kind of fun and party uh but it go it could be also like um exploring the environment and, and the space in a different way that engages your mental capacity as well and um, could include like riddles or other different types of tools that um, just train us better. And on that note, what, um, what games, for example, um, really help to develop, like what games are impactful for kids could be also impactful for adults because this is a way how we can develop new skills and also, um, yeah, just train ourselves to um, to do different things. Mm -hmm. um, do you yeah. remember what kind of tools there were in the playground? Mm, no, not really. So I'm very curious, like what kind of toys we can have on the adult playground. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is an interesting. Thing, but I, I don't remember exactly what uh, mm -hmm. but it, it for sure they had some elements that you can move around as well mm. yeah. okay okay super yeah. I'm really curious to look it up more mm. uh, after our podcast <laughs> well I was thinking on the topic I was actually uh, also as Daya I was like oh how, how it could be possible that there are no adult playgrounds and then I was like but why like why can't we just play in the kids playgrounds <laughs> <laughs> Because then adults will be parents will be like ah yes yes and then I was like remember first of June when I like uh, I don't know the topic that we were talking about but I came here and I told you that I celebrated kids uh, kids day well on this particular day I went to a playground I, I bought, bought myself cotton candy and I went to this playground and parents were mad at me because they were like what is she doing like for people that don't know me I'm also quite tall so you could have seen that I'm not a kid and and it's just so. I don't know. I even though I'm a little bit older than the other small people there, um, I still wanted to to have fun and just be there. Um, and I don't know. It's funny. And what what when was the last time that you went to adventure park? Because adventure parks are not only for kids. But I, mm -hmm. I don't think that we now put it in our on our schedule. Like oh, maybe sometime soon I should go to the adventure park. I I do. <laughs> I guess I'm from the rare species that don't want to uh, let childhood mm. um, go. Really I, I really 
see the benefits of incorporating mm. it in my life. And as a person who is creative, I keep on feeding my creativity in this way. Yes. Yes. I wanted mm. to come back to what you said, uh, you, Ariel, said. <laughs> I would be so drunk right now <laughs> if I had to. <laughs> um like you said that parent parents looked strangely at you you felt there was some judgment in that right so yeah. like coming to, back to the question when i ask how can we create those spaces where we can be playful i think it's also not only about the space physical space but also about the you know environment and people around you how people um, behave because i think the biggest fear um about being playful is is uh, to be judged um and um, we don't want that we just want to feel free to do whatever we want to mm. and uh, and then because we are judged we actually hold it back mm. and um so yeah it's very important uh how people behave around you mm. what do you think if oh sorry there go ahead yeah i was just um thinking in in those lines um I would like to give an example of how we apply playfulness in life design circle. Um, because we're talking about places and spaces for playfulness. I think a good example for an adult playground is a workshop environment. Um, a workshop environment gives the place of um, gathering people together to, to create something new. Um, but also it is this layer of uh, all the rules and the way how we behave with each other and the, the the voice that we're using, like the tone we're using within the workshop, that is actually the space, the playful space that we open up through uh, putting those guides uh, guidelines. Mm -hmm. And for instance, we would always invite people to be uh, more open towards the others, to um, be to question things. Um, to um, we do incorporate a lot of games and a lot of activities that push you a little bit out of your comfort zone as an adult even and maybe maybe at some point you have to uh, stay, stand back to back with somebody and trust them that they would catch you if and you mm. fall on the ground things like that that are moving a little bit so um, this is a way how we we can incorporate playfulness by by just making a of, of making space for it by setting the rules there and mm -hmm. saying like okay within this environment in this context we are allowed to behave a little bit more mm -hmm. um, yeah so it's it's not only the the design of the place you mm -hmm. can do it anywhere in any room yeah yeah i absolutely agree stitch and i think that uh, these are also great ways for team building but uh, because you already started like on the um, life design note, I think it's also interesting how um, the topic of playfulness is also connected uh, connected to what we do at uh, Life Design Circle. Um, so this podcast is brought to you <laughs> by Life Design Circle. We're trying to um, really make people a little bit more active, proactive towards their life, meaning that we're here to bring some more knowledge, tools, and community. Um, for people just to go ahead towards their dreams or goals in life. Um, so how do playfulness really play a role there? In life design? Yes. Mm. And? Mustang. 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 <laughs> uh, you already started on that, um, Daya, and I think I just can add on more. Um, 
it's um yeah it's about being playful with your life in the sense of not being afraid to try different options and as we spoke spoke before um if you feel stuck in one point of your life just don't let it yourself stay there just try out try different options try to get out um also maybe playfulness can help you to discover different paths for your for your life mm. you haven't thought about before but could make you satisfied uh, within it mm. for yeah. me it's very interesting to acknowledge how when you when you talk with a kid and very often people ask what do you want to be when you grow up and they're like like they have huge dreams and they're telling you how they want to be i don't know a fireman and travel the world and um, at some point, I have the feeling that we start dreaming smaller and put our dreams in a little bit more smaller concept. And then if I ask you now, um, so what do you want to be when you grow up or like when, I don't know, in the next few years, how your life unfolds, um, we somehow start to play small. And I think playful uh, living in this um, particular concept can be a little bit of also dreaming big and without any borders, um, just really going for what you wish for. I love it. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And it, it actually went through. A, it gave me a kick in another direction that I wanted to go um, for, with my comment. With your life? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had another. That was just like yes, that is true. Um, I think another important aspect is that um, uh, we like stories. You know, as humans, we like stories, and um, not only kids like stories. Um, in order to dream big we we could for example um paint this big vision of what we want to achieve in, in our lives or who we want to be and then through a story we can feed this vision and then find uh, a tangible path to this vision um i also think that connected to life design it's um it's a, it's a way to connect the dots it's an approach that you when you have the big vision and when you tell yourself the story of the person who is having this this amazing future and that it's absolutely possible if, if just you work towards it and you um, take the right opportunities on the way, um, then it gets so much more easier to see the path towards mm -hmm. the vision. But if we never put the vision there, well, this is this is really like going going with the flow but not in flow <laughs> so to be playful and write your story and then to with this story try to bring it to your life actually um but yeah playfulness starts from imagining where you want to go uh, so imagination also here is very important uh, when it comes to playfulness. Yeah, it helps us to to see ourselves in different places um, than we are right now, uh, and it makes it easier to uh, set it as a goal later on. Hmm. What are maybe some tips that we we can give around? Like I really see um, place playfulness a little bit as a muscle that we have. So if we say that playfulness is a muscle, how how can we train it? How can we train it on a daily or weekly basis or from time to time? What are small things um, that you think we can give to our audiences? Yeah, ideas or challenges. I think the first step is actually to remember about being playful because often we just forget about that. We just being doing our things and then we 
put our mind into our problems or our tasks, and then we just forget about it. Like for me, what works every time I feel a little bit stuck in my mind, and then I was like, I don't have to be like this. I just can give it a little bit of playfulness. So for example, today maybe I had somehow bad mood and I was walking to, I don't know where it came from, but it was there. I was walking to the metro and then I was like a lot in my head. And, uh, and then I just acknowledged that's happening. And then um, when I did that, that I remind myself, today we talk about playfulness. So why don't I be just playful? And then immediately just having this mindset brought me back. I started to look around the way I was walking. I felt more playful in that. So I think just the moment when you acknowledge something is happening and then try to bring this mindset, it's already the first good step towards it. Mm. And then I bought myself an ice cream on the way. I want to actually, uh, this reminds me of a tip that I want to give a book that is called The Playful Intelligence. I love the title basically because it's not only about playfulness, but it, it actually means that you're an intelligent person <laughs> if you do apply it in your daily life. And um, they give a couple of different elements attributed to playfulness that are actually more relatable for adulthood than, we, than the things we, we share today because not everybody's playing games and not everybody's comfortable with that. But one of the things um, that is essential is, for example, humor. Humor is something that we all understand. And um, to use humor in your daily life is to get, um, get into this light approach of, okay, things are not, they only, they don't only have a serious tone, but we can laugh at things and at ourselves um, in a very nice way and, and see it a little bit as, um, yes, um, yeah, just not the serious part of, of things. And humor, um, like there are plenty of people now uh, turning back to comedy and comedy shows and um, it doesn't only bring us laughter and joy, which are again scientifically proven very healthy mm -hmm. for our uh, nervous system. Um, but also it, it makes us um, relax a bit more uh, about the seriousness of things and our decisions for life also. Hmm. Yeah, so humor would be one, one thing that I would suggest to people. If you don't know where to start, like download a comedy show or just <laughs> go live if it's... <laughs> That's great. Um, for me... I'm, I'm not sure how to phrase it because the first thing that came to my mind was just play. I know this is not helping, but what I mean is really putting yourself into the, the, the mindset of a five-year-old. And when you walk, remember like when we were kids, we were, or at least I was, uh, stepping on like, um, ah, these things on the floor. I'm not sure how they're called in English, but you make up rules. You just make up rules about everything around you. And you say, okay, if the train is coming and I'm running to the train, like if I catch it, then I don't know, I win. Or you just um, sometimes go, go, in, uh, go step in line. And all of these small things, as Vika said, just on the walk to going somewhere, um, being play, like creating the world as your play playground, sometimes it's, enough when playgrounds are not there <laughs> that's awesome just bring it to your mind and then you'll find a way yeah, yeah. The environment around you and um try to find uh 
some playful way to to see it. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think it uh, could be another tip, the fourth one, we're doing the second round. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's uh, be playful with your body. Um, mm -hmm. I realized um, sometimes when I work and then um, I'm just being in my computer because this is how I work uh, all these hours and suddenly I start to feel this tension in my body. And then I feel like I need just to break it and then I just get up and start moving around, like maybe or dancing or like making a headstand or something else, just fooling around a bit because then suddenly I start to feel from this tension in my body, I get this relief and this ease in my body and also affects my mind. Suddenly I just feel like much more relaxed and in a better mood. So yeah, simply move around. And if you're at work, uh, just go for a walk or like, I don't know if you don't feel comfortable dancing around your colleagues. <laughs> you can always get outside and yeah, go for a little walk or yeah, jump around or something smaller, but uh, still make yourself move around. Mm. I would say as well, challenge yourself to do every day something that you haven't done before. Mm. It's kind of life gets very serious at points when you have your schedule and your routine and everything becomes a little bit more predictable so if you just incorporate this habit of trying to do one small thing every day that is a little bit off the normal for your for you then um yeah it becomes the new normal i love it yeah <laughs> i really um challenge our hosts before we wrap this up to give us maybe one two tips ideas advices also from their sides um and yeah <laughs> yeah maybe playful both of our meeting actually you know what for me is very important to be playful you should nap when you're a kid you have time to nap and you have time to chill and when you grow up you don't nap that <laughs> and i think this is i i don't have any scientific research on that but I can imagine that nap time is really correlated to mm. playfulness. I will make this research. Next week, I will do more <laughs> on this. I miss the times when you were, you know, you were bored and you would just try to gather the kids from the neighborhood to uh, just make them do something. Yeah. <laughs> because, because um, yeah, at home it was just not so pleasant to stay or nothing interesting happens actually. So mingle with other people is also something. Mm. That... Do, you think, do you think that kids are still doing this? Oh, yes. I have a feeling that they're so much, so much on. Like I don't know, they have iPhones and mm. pads and smart gadgets and stuff. Um, and I don't know if they play still. Do they? Hundred percent uh, insights from the street that they live at. They do. Yes, they play all the time. Good for them. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I feel it might be less. For sure it is less, but uh, still they, they have the same mindset as, as we used to have in our generation as a kid. So uh, it's just a matter of having a space and uh, encouragement maybe. Because technology of course led us to the moment where it's so much easier just to play on your phone. But still um, I think as adults um, we have responsibility as well to create this space for them. Because as we spoke tonight and um, as we read in other places, playful play is very very important for our development, our growth. Um, so I hope it's not gonna be forgotten. <laughs> yeah, not at all. We'll see.
All right. Well, um, one announcement that I wanted to do before we wrap everything up is that um, now our podcast is also on Spotify. So every time you have missed an episode or you feel like you really want to listen to something for a second time, um, you can go there. Um, you can also find it in the event. Another thing that you can find in the event is our poll for the topic for next week. And as always, we need you to decide what we're going to talk on next Monday. So feel free to jump from here uh, right to the event and help us decide. Other than that, from my side, I feel a little bit playful after this whole topic. Um, yes. Um, and I am uh, really thankful for Deja and Justina that were here with us. And yeah. Everyone else who were here listening us too. Um, thank you guys. Um, it's always a pleasure to open up this space every Monday and we hope to see you next Monday too. Yes, I am thankful for uh, Ariel and uh, Mustang here tonight <laughs> and um, I'm very happy that we have this one hour every Monday so help us really choose the right topics that are going to be interesting for you as well. I hope that we were able to give you some good vibes tonight and some good tips and inspiration and if so, then please contact us and give us any any notice that uh, how are we doing as well. Um, yeah, so I'm sending you also more good vibes for tonight and wishing you a very, very great start of the week. Yes, have fun. <laughs>